the new age in politics, influence, and overall actual public gatherings. So it's been interesting in the past to study politics when you see that really what they've done is just try and gather as many people as possible and get them on the side of them. And in the past, before social media, before the internet, it was through public speeches. It was through large gatherings. It was through all these things. And not only now have we seen this transition into the digital age, actually really not a lot of people in the traditional media have seen this kind of as a joke, but now when the traditional media has to move, everybody's on YouTube, you know, everybody's on Twitter, everybody's on Instagram, in these quote-unquote large, you know, news stations that are so biased, like Fox News, MSNBC, ABC, all these different um, news channels that are really biased on one side or the other, when they have to play on the even playing field of YouTube and everybody's kind of relying on this, you see these creators, these independent creators who have influence, who aren't tied to corporations, who aren't backed by, you know, big pharma and alcohol companies. And when they have to play on that same playing field, you really see who's true. And this is just the beginning of this. You know, social media is so new relative relative to history. I mean, in if you study all of history, it's, it's literally uh, like a three-month-old infant compared to other things as far as politics, gathering, and just communication in general. And we really have only seen this first wave of it. You know, you go back to Friendster, and then you go to MySpace, then you go to Facebook, and then, you know, Instagram comes, and then Twitter comes, LinkedIn. And now you see this kind of new age of this where politicians like Donald Trump, they need social media to sway the election. They That's where the largest advertising budget's actually coming from for most of them is is social media. And, and a lot of people struggle with this because they don't have the proper equipment, the proper know-how, and the proper just overall um, knowledge to actually move forward and apply this, this new age, really, um, technology and, and information to their political campaigns. And that's why I truly believe moving forward, you saw this with, uh, first it was Nixon. You know, Nixon was a movie star. And and then you go to Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's bodybuilder, movie star, great book by him. It's an autobiography, is Total Recall. Really highly recommend that book. Absolutely amazing. And now we're in the age of Donald Trump. You know, these kind of celebrity um politicians. And that's not to say that it'll only be this moving forward, but the issue with politicians is they're fake. They're not real people. They can't, real people don't relate to them because all they know is politics and all they do is politics. Whereas people like Donald Trump, the reason he gained influence is because he broke away. He was kind of like this purple cow. And Seth Godin talks about this, you know, if there's, you have to make your product basically a purple cow. And that's what Donald Trump did. He kind of applied that same framework where everybody else was saying the same thing, acting the same way, not saying the same things. He broke all the barriers. He did all the things that other people wouldn't do. And not to say that that's necessarily good or bad, but he leveraged this. He knew this and he was able to leverage social media, the digital platforms to get people on his side and and with the power of persuasion to get people on his side. So you should be able to take this framework and apply it for good. I am not a big Donald Trump fan at all. And I really think somebody who has more balanced, um, more camaraderie as far as 
someone who can bring people together in a positive way. I just think Donald Trump really spreads negativity and uh, it, it doesn't even matter the politics at a certain point when someone can't admit their own wrongs, when someone's ego is that inflated. Um, it's just not good. He's spreading hate, not love. And we need someone that's spreading love. And, you know, basically my thesis is moving forward. It's going to be so important that you master online skills. And that's really why here at the Modern Academy, that's what we're focusing on. And that's kind of what we're building out in this, this course, the Modern Academy is equipping yourself with the knowledge of the modern world, but understanding the philosophy, you know, that ancient Greece has passed us down and all these great philosophers, all these great men and women of our time that have accumulated knowledge. And today we are, live in the best time in history because we can tap into all this knowledge, all these things, you know, as Warren Buffett said, everybody learns from mistakes, but it's a heck of a lot easier to learn from other people's mistakes. And, you know, step-by-step step you get ahead, not necessarily in fast spurts. So it's so important that you are able to do this, able to apply this knowledge in the modern day. So thank you very much for listening. This was just a little rant and, uh, this was today's quarantine side chat. So thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. And until next time. In the modern day, we're plagued with information overload and really information misunderstanding. For example, this new movement of defund the police. While this is a, a kind of key word a lot of people use to back this movement, and I see it as positive movement forward, the wording is incorrect. And, and the issue is, is really an information issue is what it comes down to. The thing about politics is most people, at the end of the day, we're all human. And in America, we're all Americans. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, we're all fighting for our freedom. And I think we get caught up in these issues where it's really just a misunderstanding of information. <clears throat> That's why an issue like this, the defund the police movement, really it's not defunding the police. It's reallocating capital. It's really, it's not defunding the police. It's just changing around where the money is going. The issue is in some states like Minnesota, it's it's not a federal issue. It's a state issue. So federal meaning, if you don't understand that it's kind of politics 101, you have the federal government overseeing all of the 50 states with the um, executive, legislative, and judicial branches. Those three branches, bills get passed through those, the House, the Senate, then president-elect. That's the executive office. And that's how things get changed on a federal level. But this is really a state issue because you have states like California where you can retire as a police officer at 45 with full benefits, full benefits for your family, and be all good. Where in states like Minnesota, you get paid barely anything to be a police officer. And obviously this is convoluted. It's not a black and white issue, but it's one of these things where it's really just a failure of communication. And that's why I have always pushed for, you know, our ability to distribute information is so cheap. It, it literally costs nothing in the in the grand scheme of things. We yet we rely on this kind of clickbaity, outdated news news source. That's why I really push for I don't understand why candidates don't have a platform. Let's just say let's let's do a little hypothetical here. Let's say there's an America app or a USA government app. And down the road, hopefully we would be able to integrate this with online polling and online, you know, doing polls, doing um, up important things from the government, and it, it can all be integrated through this app. But with this, instead of just having to listen to each candidate debate, you know, on the spot, 
their um, their hot-headed ideas for a minute, which makes zero sense. It's literally just ADHD at its finest, like a spotlight on it. Instead of these horrible debates, it's a terrible structure for doing things. Because it's not really conveying ideas. It's just tearing down the other person. There's no actual conveying of the ideas. So essentially what I'm proposing in this would be, just think about this for a moment. You have all these different issues. You have um, gun control. You have, uh, let's just say war. You have climate. You have police. You have schooling. You have um, uh, tax taxes, all these different things. You need to be able to hear each candidate's actual opinion un- uninterrupted for, I would say, you know, 5, 10, 15-minute intervals. So I really think what's stopping them? What would be the downside of having this, let's just say, app or online portal? It doesn't necessarily have to be an app where you would, could just log in. And for example, you know, before you go go vote or before you, like in the, it would have been awesome if we had this in the primaries, you would have just been able to flip up, okay, I want to hear um, each candidate's ideas on um, climate for five minutes. And then you'd be able to compare side to side. You wouldn't have them being in hot-headed debates with each other. They would be able to sit down, have the camera on them, and just convey their ideas without any um, without any questions, without any of that, just one-on-one, uninterrupted, raw. That's what I think is important. Because with all these people asking questions, you never just get to hear them purely talk, purely speak on their ideas, and really think through and work through these things. And that's when you can really actually begin to poke holes in things. Because it's, it's very easy to be defensive when you have these political debates where it's, you know, um, you get a talk for what I, I can't, however many minutes, um, you know, some of them were the like one minute, which makes zero sense, especially in something in, as important as this. So just think about that for a second. Can you think of any downsides? That's really what I'm I'm asking. Can you think of any downside to having clearly conveyed information? I personally cannot. There's there's no reason we don't have this already in place. And it's really just our, our archaic system that's caused, you know, that we don't have this yet. We should have this. We should have already had it. And the fact that it's it's cost, like, it would cost, it would be so cheap to do this, yet the information would get clearly conveyed. And this circles back to the um, defund the police movement. The issue with our media, with our attention deficit disorder as a country is... People can't focus. People can't actually take on concepts and understand them without having all these biases at play. They can't They can't actually just listen with a clear mind to a Democratic idea or a Republican idea or a Libertarian idea without having their own biases at play. And especially, it, it hurts even more when you have this weird situation where you have to tune in, apologies, where you have to tune in to the TV to watch people debate, yell at each other, do kind of one-liners really quickly, and just go back and forth in this, this really, it's like, it's sad. It's, it's like a childish way of arguing. It makes no sense. And it's, it's a terrible, terrible format. I don't know why this hasn't been changed. Literally, the key to evolution is variation. Why don't we test more things? You know, it took Thomas Edison 10,000 experiments. 
So why are we applying this one-size-fits-all rule? Why do we think, oh, we literally have this man, man with a hammer syndrome, which we talk a lot about here. You know, when, when you're a man with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. So, you know, at one point, this worked. So at one point, those debates worked. Maybe, let's say, back in early 2000s, these were great. But now, it, it's, it's literally childish. People don't watch it because it's, it's just sad at a certain point. This was proven when Trump did it last year in the, in the primaries. You know, he just roasted people because he fed off that format. He, I guarantee you the format of just conveying ideas, he would not feed off of. And I think he would probably be against it, to be honest, because as you saw in the press conferences, in the press briefings, when he said, you know, we should inject Clorox or whatever that, obviously it was a mistake, but when you leave him alone with just ideas and let him talk without, without him just roasting other people and saying like, this is bad, this is good, you know, this is tremendous, we're doing so good with this, so good with that, actually explaining it, you know, you barely ever hear him actually explain things. And I know, I mean, the man is smart. You don't get to the position he's at without being smart. People, people really underestimate him, which is not, not intelligent. He may be smart in a way that you don't think is smart, but he has his own basically strategy and abilities. And while some people underestimate him and some people underestimate, you know, Biden, all these different candidates, all of them got there because they are tactful. And I wouldn't necessarily, you don't have to admit they're smart, but they have skill. They have a skill to speak. And I think it's it's our rights as an American to be able to hear these things. And it's really an information issue. And we're really going to be talking about this a lot more. If anyone else has any insight, you can always feel free to, uh, you know, when you leave us a review, kind of ex- talk about some of the things that you think as far as um, political change. We try not to get too political, but th- for me, this isn't even politics. This is just information. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee you our founding fathers, if they would have been able to see what we have now, they would have been like, why don't you guys have a system in place where you can literally just see each of the candidates' ideas played out in a video format? And there's nothing like this. There's, there's zero there's zero um, video, there's zero unbiased opinion. There might be like the candidates display their views on certain things on their websites, but then it's all them and they can just tear down the other side. This should be an open sourced decentralized platform that's basically like like I said for example the American app think about it you click on it it's literally just you that way people you know let's say millennials for example you go on it right before you're about to vote people procrastinate and you go okay let me just watch each of these let me watch Biden talk about um climate for five minutes let me watch Trump talk about climate for five minutes let me watch Biden talk about um let's say, international um, trade for 10 minutes. Let me watch Trump talk about it for 10 minutes. And then you could have just short clips. You could have people leaving their reviews. But ideally, what you would do is have this open sourced. So it's it's just their face. It's just their face talking about it. You know, like the shoulders up is really what it would be. And it's just them speaking clear-minded. And it really conveys when somebody can do this. Because... Most people can't form coherent thoughts in a string without other people inputting. They need, they need to use filler words like like. <laughs> and when you're a president, you should be able to convey these things. Your literal job is to be able to convey these things to American people. And bringing the information to the people is so important. That's literally step one. So I'd be curious to what you guys think about this. I mean, 
I think it's it's just something that's weird that we don't already have it. So you can always email r at mdrnac.com if you have any um, input or if you'd like to be on the show. I'd love to take a guest on the show and, you know, discuss. So again, that's r, the letter r, and then the at sign, mdrnac.com. That's just Modern Academy shortened. So r at mdrnac.com. If you have any insight or would like to be on the show, Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. And until next time. In the modern day, we're plagued with information overload and really information misunderstanding. For example, this new movement of defund the police. While this is a, a kind of key word a lot of people use to back this movement, and I see it as positive movement forward, the wording is incorrect. And, and the issue is, is really an information issue is what it comes down to. The thing about politics is most people, at the end of the day, we're all human. And in America, we're all Americans. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, we're all fighting for our freedom. And I think we get caught up in these issues where it's really just a misunderstanding of information. <clears throat> That's why an issue like this, the defund the police movement, really... It's not defunding the police. It's reallocating capital. It's really, it's not defunding the police. It's just changing around where the money is going. The issue is in some states like Minnesota, it's it's not a federal issue. It's a state issue. So federal meaning, if you don't understand that, it's kind of politics 101. You have the federal government overseeing all of the 50 states with the um, executive, legislative, and judicial branches. Those three branches, bills get passed through those, the House, the Senate, then president-elect. That's the executive office. And that's how things get changed on a federal level. But this is really a state issue because you have states like California where you can retire as a police officer at 45 with full benefits, full benefits for your family, and be all good. Where in states like Minnesota, you get paid barely anything to be a police officer. And obviously this is convoluted. It's not a black and white issue, but it's one of these things where it's really just a failure of communication. And that's why I have always pushed for, you know, our ability to distribute information is so cheap. It, it literally costs nothing in the in the grand scheme of things. We yet we rely on this kind of clickbaity, outdated news news source. That's why I really push for I don't understand why candidates don't have a platform. Let's just say let's let's do a little hypothetical here. Let's say there's an America app or a USA government app. And down the road, hopefully we would be able to integrate this with online polling and online, you know, doing polls, doing um, up important things from the government, and it, it can all be integrated through this app. But with this, instead of just having to listen to each candidate debate, you know, on the spot, their um their hot-headed ideas for a minute which makes zero sense it's literally just a adhd at its finest like a spotlight on it instead of these horrible debates it's a terrible structure for doing things because it, it's not really conveying ideas it's just tearing down the other person it, there's no actual conveying of the ideas so essentially what i'm proposing in this would be just think about this for a moment you have all these different issues you have um gun control you have, uh, let's just say, war. You have climate. You have police. You have schooling. You have um, uh, tax taxes. All these different things. You need to be able to hear each candidate's actual opinion un- uninterrupted 
for, I would say, you know, five, 10, 15 minute intervals. So I really think what's stopping them? What would be the downside of having this, let's just say app or online portal, doesn't necessarily have to be an app where you would, could just log in. And for example, you know, before you go, go vote, or before you, like in the, it would have been awesome if we had this in the primaries, you would have just been able to flip up, okay, I want to hear um, each candidate's ideas on um, climate for five minutes. And then you'd be able to compare side to side. You wouldn't have them being in hot-headed debates with each other. They would be able to sit down, have the camera on them, and just convey their ideas without any um, without any questions, without any of that, just one-on-one uninterrupted raw. That's what I think it's important because with all these people asking questions, you never just get to hear them purely talk, purely speak on their ideas and really think through and work through these things. And that's when you can really actually begin to poke holes in things because it's, it's very easy to be defensive when you have these political debates where it's, you know, um, you get a talk for what I, I can't, however many minutes, um, you know, some of them were the like one minute, which makes zero sense, especially in something as important as this. So just think about that for a second. Can you think of any downsides? That's really what I'm I'm asking. Can you think of any downside to having clearly conveyed information? I personally cannot. There's, there's no reason we don't have this already in place. And it's really just our, our archaic system that's caused, you know, that we don't have this yet. We should have this. We should have already had it. And the fact that it's, it's cost, like it would cost, it would be so cheap to do this. Yet the information would get clearly conveyed. And this circles back to the um, defund the police movement. The issue with our media, with our attention deficit disorder as a country is, People can't focus. People can't actually take on concepts and understand them without having all these biases at play. They can't they can't actually just listen with a clear mind to a democratic idea or a republican idea or a libertarian idea without having their own biases at play. And especially it, it hurts even more when you have this weird situation where you have to tune in apologies where you have to tune in to the tv to watch people debate yell at each other do kind of one-liners really quickly and just go back and forth in this this really it's like it's sad it's it's like a childish way of arguing it makes no sense and it's it's a terrible terrible format i don't know why this hasn't been changed literally the key to evolution is variation why don't we test more things you know it took thomas edison 10,000 experiments so why are we applying this one size fits all rule why do we think oh we literally have this man man with a hammer syndrome which we talk a lot about here you know when when you're a man with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. So, you know, at one point this worked. So at one point those debates worked, maybe let's say back in early 2000s, these were great, but now it's, it's literally childish. People don't watch it because it's, it's just sad at a certain point. This was proven when Trump did it last year in the, in the primaries, you know, he just roasted people because he fed off that format. He, I guarantee you the format of just conveying ideas he would not feed off of, and I think he would probably be against it, to be honest, because as you saw in the press conferences, in the press briefings, 
when he said, you know, we should inject Clorox or whatever that, obviously it was a mistake, but when you leave him alone with just ideas and let him talk without, without him just roasting other people and saying like, this is bad, this is good, you know, this is tremendous, we're doing so good with this, so good with that, actually explaining it, you know, you barely ever hear him actually explain things, and I know, I mean, the man is smart, you don't get to the position he's at without being smart, People, people really underestimate him, which is not, not intelligent. He may be smart in a way that you don't think is smart, but he has his own, basically, strategy and abilities. And while some people underestimate him and some people underestimate, you know, Biden, all these different candidates, all of them got there because they are tactful and I wouldn't necessarily, you don't have to admit they're smart, but they have skill. They have a skill to speak. And I think it's it's our rights as an American to be able to hear these things. And it's really an information issue. And we're really going to be talking about this a lot more. If anyone else has any insight, you can always feel free to, uh, you know, when you leave us a review, kind of ex- talk about some of the things that you think as far as um, political change. We try not to get too political, but the for me, this isn't even politics. This is just information. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee you our founding fathers, if they would have been able to see what we have now, they would have been like, why don't you guys have a system in place where you can literally just see each of the candidates' ideas played out in a video format? And there's nothing like this. There's, there's zero There's zero um, video. There's zero unbiased opinion. There might be like, the candidates display their views on certain things on their websites, but then it's all them, and then they can just tear down the other side. This should be an open-sourced, decentralized platform that's basically, like like I said, for example, the American app. Think about it. You click on it. It's literally just... you. That way, people, you know, let's say millennials, for example, you go on it right before you're about to vote. People procrastinate, and you go, okay, let me just watch each of these... Let me watch Biden talk about... Um, climate for five minutes. Let me watch Trump talk about climate for five minutes. Let me watch Biden talk about, um, let's say, international um, trade for 10 minutes. Let me watch Trump talk about it for 10 minutes. And then you could have just short clips. You could have people leaving their reviews. But ideally, what you would do is have this open sourced. So it's it's just their face. It's just their face talking about it. You know, like the shoulders up is really what it would be. And it's just them speaking clear-minded and it really conveys when somebody can do this because most people can't form coherent thoughts in a string without other people inputting. They need they need to use filler words like like. <laughs> and when you're a president, you should be able to convey these things. Your literal job is to be able to convey these things to American people. And bringing the information to the people is so important. That's literally step one. So I'd be curious to what you guys think about this. I mean... I think it's it's just something that's weird that we don't already have it. So you can always email r at mdrnac.com if you have any um, input or if you'd like to be on the show. I'd love to take a guest on the show and, you know, discuss. So again, that's r, the letter r, and then the at sign mdrnac.com. That's just Modern Academy shortened. So r at mdrnac.com if you have any insight or would like to be on the show. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe. And until next time.